So basically my whole thing is back in 2016, I like quit my job, traveled the world for two years while building passive income streams. So I did it through, you know, Etsy, Amazon, blogging, um, a lot of different side hustles. And I came back here, um, started working full time uh, in the Bay Area again, but also still doing the side hustles while doing real estate investing as well. Um, And now I really teach people how to kind of build passive income and create financial freedom for themselves. I love it. So let's take a step back real quick. Did you grow up in the Bay Area? Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I was born in Hong Kong, but I moved when I was like two and I had been in the Bay Area for like 20 something years. Okay. So, you know, you came from Hong Kong. I, I know what it's like to have Asian parents as well. Did they, I don't think they wanted you to be a side hustler. No. And I mean, they didn't uh, want me to travel either. So yeah. They were like really scared when I did that. So, so what did you think growing up you were going to be? Um, I think like I was just going to, you know, do the regular job, but, um, four years in, I already, I was like, I need to do something different. Cause I remember I traveled, um, you know, around Europe for a month by myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and I realized so much life I was missing out on. And I was like, I need to figure out a way to, uh, have the freedom to be able to do what I want. Like, um, you know, pursue my dreams, see the world stuff like that. Right. So, um, I actually had another podcast guest, his name's Noah Kagan. I don't know if you know him, Um, but he was like from the Bay Area as well. And he was telling me about like, hey, growing up there, it was really cool because he got to be around people that wanted to do big things. Like everyone in his high school was, you know, going to get, go work at, you know, Facebook or just something crazy like Mm -hmm. these tech companies and they're going to go to big schools and all that. And um, you told me before that you ended up going to Berkeley. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. which is a very big school, obviously. Did you end up graduating? Yeah, I graduated uh, 2012. And I mean, I worked at Google as well for a little bit. Um, ultimately, for me, I realized, like, I want that freedom. I want to, you know, yeah. be my own boss and stuff like that. Um, you know, coming back to a full-time job, it's it's more like I found something that resonates with me that, um, you know, aligns with my values, aligns with um, what I'm trying to learn as well. So it kind of matches, but ultimately... Now I have the freedom to be like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. If I, if I really didn't want to do it, like yeah. I can. So I'm with you. I mean, I never had the chance to work at Google, but, uh, I, I already can tell like I, my personality, I, I need freedom mm-hmm. like you, like I, I just want to be able to set my own schedule to decide, Hey, I want to work today or I don't, exactly. uh, the ability not to be capped on how much I can make and, and all these things. Um, what, like, what did you end up? doing at Google? Um, I was a partner brand manager. So uh, basically kind of reviewing trademarks and stuff like that and seeing if it was uh, fitting like uh, Google's brand guidelines and stuff like that. But I also got to work on some cool projects like Android Wear and things like that. Um, Social media for Android, stuff like that. So it sounds like you're in the marketing side. Yeah. Was that your degree? Uh, I actually studied psychology and music. So it's pretty random. (laughs) Oh, okay. So obviously not too much you can do with that degree. I guess not. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I wanted to do something creative. So that's why I went into marketing. Right. Um, and I think like psychology kind of relates as well. Like you're trying to understand how people think and that's really relevant in marketing as well. Yeah, for sure. So Google doesn't work out. You know, you're like, I don't want to really do this. Right. And then um, is that when the side hustles start happening or what What happens next? Yeah. Um, I actually went into a position where uh, I was leading the marketing efforts at a um, 
print and fulfillment company, actually. So I actually do that as well, where, um, you know, we do like merch by Amazon and stuff like that, where, um, you know, you design products and then they ship your orders and everything like that. Um, so it's re- really hands off. You make passive income that way. Um, I wanted to work there because um, the person that was my boss, he started the company at like 16 or something like that, selling shirts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went there and I learned a lot, but I still realized like I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. I, I need to make sure I have the freedom to make those choices. Um, and that's around when I like did that solo Europe trip. Um, that really changed my life, I think. And I started um, reading a lot of books and blogs, trying to understand how to you know, create my own online businesses as well as like study real estate investment, um, went to a lot of meetups, um, met a lot of investors and agents. And um, it made me want to pursue, uh, you know, passive income, getting those passive income streams. Yeah. So I'm going to guess that you read the four hour work week. Yes. Because <laughs> it, it sounds exactly like what Tim Ferriss you know, says, Hey, go travel the world. It's cheap. You could go stay in all these places, especially now. But you know, when he wrote that book, whatever, 10, 15 years ago, there wasn't Airbnb. There wasn't any of these things today that make actually like, and, and working remote today is so much easier. Like he was so ahead of his time writing that book. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember reading it back in 2010, I was 21. Um, and I, I just remember reading it like, yeah, this is a really good idea. Like create an online business and um, work four hours a week. Like this is super cool. How do you, and I just, I remember back at that time, I, I was focused on baseball, but I was trying to think in my mind of like an invention. Like I was trying to reinvent the wheel with a new product. And now when I look at it and, and I look at my businesses, I don't know that I've created anything original at this sure. point. I've just taken existing businesses I know can be, you know, online and um, can be done anywhere Mm -hmm. and just tried to execute them really well. Yeah, no, that's what I realized. Like, um, you know, people think that you have to have a ton of money. You have to have like an original idea to start a business. But now there's so many different opportunities where you can just like start with zero capital. You know, it's it's crazy. I don't think you need to be original at all. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, (laughs) it's it's just, dude, uh, people have laid the groundwork. I, I try and give away everything I do all the time. I'm like, create a course, you know, create mm-hmm. a business, build your social media, buy real estate. Like these are not things that freaking I came up with. <laughs> exactly. No, that's the same thing with me, you know, yeah. creating this free content. Like everyone can just do the exact same things we're doing. Right. So, right. Yeah. 